Hey guys, welcome to the Hey DJ Show. I'm your host, DJ Jimenez. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you're over on YouTube, please go ahead and hit that like button. Subscribe for more content. Uh, remember, you can catch this podcast on the go wherever you get your podcasts. And do consider following me on every social media platform at Hey DJ Show. With all that boring stuff out of the way, I'm happy to introduce my next guest, Megan Youngblood. <laughs> Megan, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks. Hey, thanks for agreeing to this. And let me just get this out of the way. Like, I wanted to get it on camera. You have the coolest last name. Youngblood. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> you must get that. I do, but it never gets old. <laughs> yeah. Always love the compliment. <laughs> like, I, I, you're the only young blood I've ever met. And it's just. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, it's it's. Like, I've heard last names where it's a, let me see, like, this is going to sound silly, but somebody with the last name Rice or something. Mm -hmm. Usually when I hear last names, it sounds like a name. It's not like an object. Right, right. Yeah. And then. Or like a rap group. or Yeah. And then <laughs> young blood is two words, literally two words put together. And then it's like, hey, I'm Megan Youngblood. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, but it kind of gives me like cool points before someone even meets me. Yeah. Like they just see my last name and they're never expecting me. So I'm already a surprise. Mm -hmm. And then um, they just automatically like, wow, your last name's so cool. And I'm like in like already. So That's awesome. It's a good perk. And like when you're calling people and you have to like spell your first and last name. I never have to spell my last name. So it's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> just like Youngblood. And they're like, oh, okay. And it's a conversation starter a lot, too. Just, like, doctor's appointments. They're like, you should start a clothing line for vampires. And that's been, like, a real conversation when I'm trying to schedule a doctor's appointment. So, oh, my God. All the yeah. time. Especially when they're, like, taking your blood. It's like, you should start a clothing line, vampires. It's like, yep. all right, cool. I haven't heard of that one before. Yep. I've had cops comment on it before, asking me if I'm a vampire. So <laughs> it's been – it's made life interesting so far. So – what was your life like when Twilight was trendy? Okay, surprisingly, it didn't really get any different. What? I, I know, I know. And I never, I never actually watched Twilight. Oh, um, good. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> and that surprised a lot of people, but I thought it would be like a big thing when any vampire thing pops up. Also, uh, Vampire Diaries was like huge in high school. Yeah. And I was an extra for that show. Really? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> for like a couple episodes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, not not any real like hype around it mm. but. i mean it's it's a cool like yeah <laughs> if you became a rapper like uh -huh. usually they try to have a other nickname no just drop megan and keep young blood that's it yep yep so i could do a lot with it in high school i thought i was really cool and like spelled blood with my fingers and <laughs> yeah. had my friend like write young on her hand and like hold it next to me oh that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> joined a blood gang it's like it's like you're not wearing anything. It's like, you're not part of the blood. It's like, I'm mm -hmm. young blood. Oh, oh, she's the yeah, young blood. I am right. it. Yeah, yeah. So watch out. Oh, man. If, if I could do like a little short film, <laughs> like I would get like the biggest baddest dudes and stuff and, and they're all talking about young blood like uh -huh. no no like no me. pronouns and stuff it's all like yo young blood would have liked that yo you, you oh need to God. see young blood it's like take it up with young blood and then everybody's like man who's this young blood yeah. and at the end like they get like this person who was stealing from you and they're like oh i don't want to meet young blood i'm so sorry <laughs> and then it's just you coming in but like you're all dressed so nice and stuff and you're yeah. smiling it's like so yeah. what's going on I'm so like this is the guy who's stealing like from pumpkin us pumpkin spice latte yeah you just have your starbucks <laughs> and you're just like so this is the guy that's been uh, stealing from us it's like who are you i'm oh young blood oh my gosh no you're not 
That I feel like that has to happen. That has to happen. It has to I happen. promise you, if I ever get the resource, we're gonna make it happen. Okay. Yeah. But like you're I'm already in. with Steven, so like yeah. we're on, we're already halfway there. Yep. Yep. Okay, I'm in. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold. All right. So see, this is what I'm talking about. See, I didn't even have this written down. It was yeah. like legit. I wanted to talk about your last name. I told name. you, it's always a conversation piece. It, really it is. And when you said it was a conversation starter, I was like, ah, oh, damn it. I fell into the, <laughs> it's to, a good to one, one of the statistics. Oh, it's a well. good one. I have a lot of good stories about it. So. <laughs> um, so, Megan, I'm interested in having you as a guest because, uh, like, I think your job title is pretty unique. Uh, I don't know a lot of people who are in your line of work. Uh, so, for the audience, what is your job title? So I'm a dietitian, a registered dietitian. Um, specifically, I'm a clinical dietitian. So I do inpatient clinical nutrition uh, at a hospital with patients who are admitted. So um, specifically, cardiac patients. Yeah. So like, because I'm 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 not saying this as a knock, because uh, I've heard of nutritionists and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like yeah, you know, yeah. people you know trying to help other people get healthy and all that. Mm-hmm. But I never heard of a registered clinical dietitian like yeah. i was like that's a thing yeah and i mean that's cool that, like more again it's not a knock yeah, i just no, didn't nobody know nobody knows what a dietitian is everybody <laughs> they knows hear what a diet and they can kind of assume yeah, yeah yeah but uh so you know uh you know just going ahead of being blunt are you helping out like people that are usually like obese overweight and stuff like hey we, we need to yeah come up with a so it's different for depending on what kind of dietitian you are um mm. and so the difference between a dietitian and a nutritionist they actually just changed their credentialing for dietitians really? yeah because it's always been registered dietitian rd and then in the last couple of years um they changed it so you can either be rd or you can be rdn for registered dietitian nutritionist mm-hmm. just because everybody knows what a nutritionist is um well, then why change it because technically a nutritionist is just someone who like you can you can read a book on nutrition and just call yourself a nutritionist. Uh, like there's no regulation. There are no like guidelines. You can have technically like a certificate from some place. Online kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like there's no regulation around it. To be a dietitian, you have to be registered with the academy. You have to be licensed by the state. There's – you have to do like um, supervised practice hours. Like it's really regimented. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can be a clinical dietitian or you can be a private practice dietitian or um, school systems have dietitians. Um, and so it's different. And some out, most outpatient dietitians do a lot of weight loss, weight loss counseling mm-hmm. and help with diabetes and stuff like that. Um, which can be an inpatient setting too. It just depends on what you cover. So if you do like critical care, it's a lot of like ICU patients. So you're managing their tube feeding and figuring out how they're going to get their calories and protein with whatever they have going on. Mm. Um, My particular one is kind of a mix of both because I cover ICUs and I also just cover general like cardiac floors. And so it does end up being a lot of like heart healthy diet, weight loss, low sodium type education. Oh, dang. Low sodium. I, I will admit, like yep. I'm, I'm <laughs> not the healthiest guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, 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 hopefully, you can give me some pointers. <laughs> but uh, uh, I remember, like, just growing up. You know, it's like, oh, you're either a sweet or a savory person. Right. I'm definitely a savory. I'm. I'm not really. I occasion, very occasionally, do I have a sweet tooth? Yeah. But I'm salt all the way, man. Savory, seasoned. Oh, 
Although As I... are many of my patients. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I show up one day. Hey, hey Megan, DJ. remember that talk? Yeah, I kind of need help. <laughs> Welcome to the cardiac unit. Oh, man. I definitely have a sweet tooth. I have, have a major a sweet, sweet tooth. tooth. Which people think of your dietitian, you automatically are just like the healthiest the person healthiest ever. Word. I, see, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be one of my questions, but we'll move on to that. <laughs> but uh, I, I was thinking that like just like with doctors, mm-hmm. like I remember – even growing up thinking like oh if you're a doctor you're automatically super healthy because you're a doctor sure because you like you know the facts yeah and then come to find out like especially back in the 70s but even still now there are doctors who smoke and it's Mm -hmm. like dude what (laughs) i know it's like you know what happened so like why do you do it yeah i mean they have a stressful job i get it but at the same time it's like there are other there are other other avenues Yeah. yeah yeah um so like walk us through uh like okay uh what's today today saturday all right uh come monday you Mm -hmm. you go in what's the average day like like what's from like kind of beginning to end if you can summarize it like your job duties and stuff so i cover specifically my units i cover general cardiac floor i see patients who are in for heart surgery Mm -hmm. um and then i see i cover three cardiac icus um and so it's like normal ICU patients, but with like cardiac emphasis. Um, And then I also cover all of heart transplant patients. So I see them before and after they get a new heart. Um, And so my day to day can differ a lot depending on like which units I'm on. Um, (laughs) It's a lot of impromptu diet education usually. So I'll be going to like check on a patient. Um, The thing with like acute care, so like an inpatient setting Mm -hmm. is – it's not a lot of like, let's sit down and make a meal plan and figure out how to make you healthier. It's okay. more like dealing with like why they are in the hospital, like mm. looking at their current problem, what put them here and trying to like fix the now. Yeah. And then if they still need more help, you can like refer them to like an outpatient dietitian. Um, so the diet education component hopefully carries over to the outpatient <laughs> part, but it doesn't always because then they end up back in. No. So you do the same thing over and over again. So sometimes it doesn't click. Um, but I know you told me to not eat red meat, but then I ate red meat because I thought it would be okay this time, right, right. even though you said not to. Yeah. It's like, I thought that was just like a little suggestion. I thought you said just for the day. Yeah, like you know? like right now, don't eat red meat. Yeah. But like, and I wasn't because I was talking to you. Right. And yeah. I had a salmon, and then the <laughs> next day I had red meat. I thought that was okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds like what uh, I listen to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but for some people, it does click. For my patients, salt yeah. is, like, the biggest thing. Dude. Because yeah. they all have heart failure. Uh. And with heart failure, um, ignoring all of, like, the physiology part of it, basically you retain a lot of fluid. And mm-hmm. so you're all swollen everywhere. And oh, it no. has a lot of, like, nutritional implications to it. Um, but salt like holds on to water. And so in these patients, a low salt diet is like extra important, but people crave salty food. I mean, it's like addicting. And so you're just preaching to the choir. And like, and I tell them like, I can relate because it's the same with me and like sweet stuff. So like, if you're doing really great and you go like a week, two weeks with like no salty snacks, you're not adding any salt to your food. Everything's great. Mm. Um, you have like one thing and then you like snowball. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what happens to me with dessert. And so I can, like, relate to them. So it's a lot of impromptu diet education. Like, I'll just be talking to them. They'll be like, so what do I eat? And then it kind of launches into 
a little like the meal plan kind lesson of thing. yeah um but then i'll go into my icus and it'll be a patient who like got really critical overnight and now has a feeding tube and needs some sort mm-hmm. of tube feeding um which is different depending on what you have going on. So there's this one like super dialysis basically Mm -hmm. that just runs like 24-7 to pull fluid off of my patients. And with the fluid comes micronutrients and protein. And so your needs are just like through the roof. And so that's one thing I was doing research on my own time, like back in 2019, definitely before COVID, uh, when I heard of the words uh, micronutrients Mm -hmm. and macronutrients, Mm -hmm. I was like, Damn it! What is this? Like before, because uh, I was I was trying to focus uh, like gaining muscle mass, and then uh, I was learning all these new things. I thought I, I just thought I had to look out for uh, fat, uh, calories, and proteins. Mm-hmm. And then I'm hearing macronutrients and and micro, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I like I realized it's a. Like, in a way, I respect now, like, bodybuilders and, like, fitness models and stuff because now it's, like, yeah. a whole science to yeah, it. Yeah, all, they're all about, like, counting macros. Yeah, is what they call it, so, so, like, there's a level of respect there. Like, mm-hmm. the stress, but respect at the same time. And there's a certain subset of dietitians who are specifically, like, sports dietitians. Like, yeah. they work with bodybuilders so that they um, don't just, like, Google and say, okay, I need a bajillion grams of protein every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause then you'll totally like shot out your kidneys. Like mm. it'll be bad for your kidneys. And so like <laughs> you really have to manage it really carefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's like dietitians who specifically work with those groups to help them manage it better. But yeah, it's like micronutrients are basically like your vitamins and minerals and your macronutrients are the big ones. So protein, carbs, and fat. I think water might be a macronutrient. Mm. If, uh, like, right now you work at a hospital, but yeah. if with uh, uh, your education and your knowledge, could you see yourself working? Not that you want to. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, could you yeah. work at in a sports uh, uh, dietitian? Yeah, potentially. Um, anytime you switch from, like, clinical to public health type mm-hmm. setting, you're going to have to do a little bit of research just because everything changes so fast. Yeah. So, like, you learn all of it during school and then you have to do an internship you have to do a dietetic internship and you have rotations in clinical and also public health and so like two years ago I could have just walked into either one potentially Mm -hmm. but now that I'm doing like I'm in such like a subset Mm -hmm. like specifically acute care cardiac patients yeah I'd have to probably like brush up on the research if I were switching gears but yeah I could totally help someone count some macros Okay, <laughs> man, it's God. Just hearing that, like, more respect to you, but at the same time, I'm just like, I do not envy you whatsoever. It gets real sciency. I didn't actually know. See, and I like science. It's just I don't know when it comes to this is gonna sound like I'm pretty sure you've heard this since you're in this field. Uh, I just want to eat my food and go and live life. Sure, sure. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, I hear. I bet you hear that like a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do too. Yeah. And to a degree, you can do that. Yeah. So it's just when you have excess of something and you kind of like eat yourself into a tizzy or you have any other medical issue happening, yeah. then you just you just have to manage it. So like kidney disease is not always diet induced. You know, sometimes you have kidney disease for other issues. 
But there's a huge nutrition component that comes with kidney disease. And so yeah. you can't just eat your food and go. You have to make sure that you're limiting all this other stuff. Yeah. But... Same with uh, patients who are part of, like diabetic and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like... Same thing. You got to count your carbs and, and sugar. watch what you eat. Yeah. You can't have that cookie. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, having this one cookie isn't going to kill me. Uh, for you, Actually, it will. Actually, yeah, funny it will. <laughs> thing. You say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so... Uh, what made you get into this field? Um, well, like walk us through the origin story of Megan okay. Youngblood. Yes, with the history of me. Um, I always have loved food. Mm-hmm. It's my first love. Um, I have always been torn between like nutrition and like the culinary route. Mm. Um, and so when I was little, I used to bake all the time with my cousins. Um, my grandma had this one cookbook from Louisiana that we always cooked out of. Um, and so I was always really into baking. Um, that's something I need to get into. Like, I, I love to cook, but yeah. uh, I'm 0% baking. See, I actually didn't get into cooking until college. Oh, really? Yeah, I was always a baker first. Mm. So I just baked, you know, like cookies and lemon bars and stuff like oh, that. Nice. Um, Madeleines? Yep. Well, uh, Madeleines are tricky. And so I've just recently been experimenting with Madeleines. Oh, man, dude, I, I love them. Yeah. And, and Have I, you made them? No, oh, okay. I, I haven't I haven't touched baking It's whatsoever. like kind of hard to get the texture right because they have Is to be it? like light and fluffy. Mm. Um, and like so. the like the ridges a little bit crispy. Yep. And I'm having a problem with them sticking to my Madeleine pan. I haven't been able to figure that part out mm. yet. I've tried like three times and they stick every time. So. Yeah. So that's that's my pastry. Maybe I just need uh, a different I, pan. Uh, I I know that eventually. That's so that's funny that Madeline's is your pastry. Yeah, <laughs> that's so like specific. Cool, I'm trying to remember why. It's like it's one day I tried them. And I'm like, man, I've been sleeping on they're those. Good. They're good. Like they're, they're awesome. Nice little delicate cookies. Like before, everybody's like, oh, donuts, and yeah, donuts are nice. But then I I tried a Madeline, and I was like, yo, this is the shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, they're good. But uh, yeah, so I got into baking Mm -hmm. and then I went through this phase and I guess it was late middle school, early high school. I wasn't necessarily like fat. I was a little chunky. (laughs) My family at one point when I was younger, I think referred to me as a garbage disposal. I was not picky at all. Yeah, same. I ate everything, you know. Mm -hmm. I just, I loved food, all Mm -hmm. of it. Um, And then I stopped drinking soda and I like lost all this weight, just strictly from cutting out soda nice i don't remember why i just decided to stop drinking it i i'd, I'd done that yeah like, and then i stopped and i got all this like great attention and then i was like little debbie's next so i <laughs> cut out little debbie's and i just kind of it like spiraled into like maybe not eating enough and some like kind of disordered eating behavior where i went from like one end of the spectrum straight to the other oh wow yeah <laughs> and then eventually it kind of balanced out and that's where like nutrition entered um, and so I still liked baking a lot. I'd bake and take the food into school for all my friends to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to, I thought about going to culinary school, like right out of high school mm-hmm. and then decided it was very expensive. So I didn't. So I went for UGA and took my first nutrition class and just loved it. And I was like, this is awesome. Um, so when you went into school, first your first semester, you didn't pick a major or anything? You... I was a Spanish major. Oh, okay. Yeah. I started at UGA as a Spanish major. Then I took an intro to nutrition class just because we need like the electives or the whatever. Elective. Um, and so I took intro to nutrition and I was like, this is the coolest. <laughs> and so then I changed my major to dietetics. Um, 
And then eventually I added a second major for consumer foods because I wasn't sure. Like if you want to go the dietitian route, you take dietetics. If you want to go the culinary route, you take consumer foods. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I still didn't really know which one I wanted to do. So I did both. Um, and then I didn't realize nutrition was a science major at first. Oh, really? Science was like never really my strong suit. What What is your strong suits? I was really good at math. I really liked math. Math, yeah. Um, I was a math and science guy. Like, history and literature is not my thing. No, I always found those, like, really boring. Mm. And, like, everyone in my family is a history teacher. Or, like, some sort of, like, history buff or an English teacher. My grandma was a college English professor. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, everybody's English history. And it just skipped right over me. I really, I think, you know, there's some of the smartest people. But, ugh, just... No, it's not my thing. I have always thing. done so poor. Yeah. But right now in college, uh, like I I'm only taking three classes, and they're my absolute worst subjects. It's a uh, literature, well, English composition, mm-hmm. um, government, and history, and that's a doozy. Yeah, like, and I was like super worried going into the uh, semester, and but luckily, I honestly have three awesome professors. Like, mm-hmm. they all want to help you. And so, um, like, yeah, shout out to them. I, I told them about my show, <laughs> so maybe they see it. But uh, no, they're they're awesome, and I'm actually doing well. Like, I have all A's in the class. And wow. I'm just like, and I keep looking at my watch going, like, when is this going to end? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I took college English in high school. It was, like, an option to take it through Perimeter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, a professor from Perimeter College would come to the high school and teach it, like, two or three days a week. So I opted to do that instead of, like, an AP lit or something like that. And so I didn't have to take any English classes when I got to UTA. Oh, lucky. I know. I was so happy. (laughs) I was so happy. Um, And then the only reason I had to take a history class was because it's, like, required in the state of Georgia to take um, one, like, U.S. history and one Georgia history or something. So I was required to do that one. But other than that, didn't take a thing. Um. I didn't even actually take any math classes until I added my second major because I did AP Calc. So I, like, got all of the, like, annoying ones out of the way yeah. so that when I got to UGA, it was just, like, Spanish and nutrition. Yeah, like your, the ones that you want to yeah. take, yeah. And right. it's also the, science, apparently. So. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to be a dental hygienist, so, like, yep. right now I'm still taking the classes I need to take before I go into the dental yeah, program. Yeah, like your core ones. yeah. So uh, hopefully if everything goes well and I, you know, pass, I should and because the dental program only opens up in the fall. Uh, so like, if I miss my shot this coming fall, then I have to wait a whole year. And so oh I'm gosh. just like, yeah. Oh, the pressure's on. Pressure's on. Yeah, it's fine though. Are you at your last core classes? No, I uh, I have to take the next semester and then may if I do well, then. A couple more in the summer and then get those okay. out of the way. Okay. Yeah. And I was an idiot. I took the summer off la- uh, the last, last summer. Year. Yeah. Because uh, I needed it. I, I, I've been out of school for like 10 years. I'm super rusty. It's and, hard to go yeah. back in. Yeah. 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 So I, I needed that summer off. I'm glad I did. And now uh, I'm doing better now. And so now next summer, I have to take summer classes. Mm. I took two years off after I graduated Mm -hmm. before I applied for the internship because I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it. And even like two years going back after that, 
it yeah. was difficult. Yeah. So and also I felt really old. Like everybody else was like fresh out of college. Dude, I'm 29 and I'm in a classroom full of like people fresh out of high school. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I like you know I still look young, and so I was with a group uh, project in in my English class, and uh, we were just getting to know each other, and they're like. Was like, oh, how old are you? And somebody was like, oh, 19. The other person was like, uh, 20. They were like, you. And I was like, 29. And they're like, oh, damn, you're old. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Funny thing at my office, it's bunch, it's a bunch of like, we all look the same actually. It's very like Stepford Wives. Um, we're all like young, brown hair, general <laughs> build. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird. Um, but we need a blonde or you we know. have one blonde. Oh wow, we do have one blonde. She's new. Um, but. Um, yeah, it's weird. I always joke about how we're like eye candy for like the dementia patients. And then like at a certain age, like dietitians just like disappear. I don't know where they go. Maybe like private practice. But like you never see like older dietitians in a clinical setting. Mm -hmm. But like you just don't know how old anybody is because you just assume that you're all generally the same age. Uh. And like you feel kind of old if someone's like fresh out of their internship. But like I waited two years to do mine. And so it was like I'm a little bit older but and then you'll end up like having a conversation with somebody and it'll come up like by the way like how old are you and everyone's always surprised if you're like 28 versus like 24 and it's like a shock to everybody oh wow it's like beforehand like age was not even a thing and now it's like oh my god you are 29 oh my god that's (laughs) like five years difference yeah oh man shook by it i i i didn't know i was going to like right after high school, like I wanted to be an actor and uh, I, in, in my head, I was like, I knew I didn't want to go to college. And so to make a long story short, like I moved to Atlanta. I thought like, oh, this was going to be a smart move and just worked at a restaurant that like sucked away my life. And I, I was just like super, I'm normally a happy person. Like I'm an optimistic person and all sure. that. But, and I'm a social guy too. Like when I lived here in Ackworth, I had a big social life. And then when I moved to Atlanta, like it went literally from a hundred to zero mm. and it sucked. And I'm a, I'm a super extrovert. Yeah. And so I, I like legit got sad and I got depressed. And I was like, dude, this isn't, this isn't for me. I, I need to do something with my life. And then my niece was born and I just kept thinking, uh, most of my friends had nine to fives and I just kept thinking, dude, I'm never going to even see my niece grow up and uh, she'll probably have like school events or sports games on the weekends I will never be able to go to. Mm-hmm. And so like I changed my mind. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go back to school. Uh, I want to try to score a nine to five. Like, I don't care what people say. Like the naysayers like, oh, screw nine to five. I was like, no, screw it. I want that. Like I legit want that. Yeah. So that was the main reason why i moved back and started going back to school and and no i'm I'm honestly happy i just now that i'm in school i'm like i just want to fucking graduate i know yeah. yep i did the same thing i was like i want to go back like i actually kind of missed being in school because i really like it I like learning new things oh, God, studying i love studying <laughs> i like learning new things yeah. I, I will say yeah yeah i don't like, like tests if i could like study have some like motivation to study for something but mm-hmm. not like have the pressure of being tested on it mm-hmm. like that would be great I, I like if i could mean. just audit a bunch of classes 
then I think that would be really interesting. <laughs> so I was ready to go back. And then once I was in there, I was like, this is a lot. And <laughs> I was ready to be done. Yeah. I was like, really? Because I had like a nine to five job before that for two years. And I was like, I miss school. I'm going to do that again. And then I did it again. And I was like, okay, I really miss my job now. Mm. And so. Is, is dietitian a nine to five kind of? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is. You don't really have people on the night shift. Usually people can wait till breakfast. Yeah. Like, I mean, have you done like a night shift? Like, is it sh- sure it's not a thing mm-hmm. kind of, but like rare occasions is it a thing? I don't know. Not at any hospital that I have been at. Mm-hmm. And it was not during my internship. Um, Some places might have that. I know if you work in the kitchen, you have to get there like super early. So it's less nine to five and more like five to seven or whatever. Like, yeah. it's just super long hours because you have to do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You have to be there really early to get things ready. Yeah. So, like, I did have to go in super early during my internship because I had to have, like, a theme meal, and I had to go in and help, like, kitchen people prepare it and all this stuff. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, pretty much it's a nine-to-five. You have to hop in on the weekend sometimes because I was actually talking about this in the car on the way over here. Like, oh, okay. people are just as sick on the weekends as they are on a weekday, you know? <laughs> like, just because it's a weekend doesn't mean you're any less critically ill. Yeah. And so, like, everybody... <laughs> they're, they're taking a break. Yeah. All hospital specialties still need to be there on the weekend. Yeah. Um, which you just don't really think about necessarily because you're like, oh, it's Saturday, Sunday, it's the weekend. Like, you expect there to be, like, less staff. And there is. There's, like, 15 dietitians-ish. And then on the weekend, there's, like, two or three. Oh, to wow, cover like the huge. whole hospital so you're not covering your specialty you're just doing consults that come in so it's like more urgent mm-hmm. um but yeah people are still just as sick on the weekends so yeah. you still have to oh, go who, who knew who, I know. who figured <laughs> i know it's funny when you think about it but uh so we like rotate out to do that but oh man that's hilarious <laughs> um do you, uh, like now n- this just popped into my head uh do you have any dark humor jokes, hospital dark humor jokes? Oh, yeah. We have a lot in the hospital. We we just joke a lot about I don't think it would be a good idea if I shared it. <laughs> All right. After the show, you got to okay, share Okay, after one. the show, I'll tell okay, you. Okay, okay. Yeah. We'll, we we'll joke it. about it a lot, so. Yeah, no, I, I You kind of have to. You know, you have to, like, get on that side of it. Yeah. Because some of it's really terrible. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, like, so listen. you have to have that, like, guard up to a degree. Yeah, exactly. It's not to make light of the thing. It's just, like... Dude, we need a we need a lab in in, in some ways. Yeah, like yeah. not at somebody else's expense. It's just like, yo, yeah, my spirit's like, breaking. See the humor in darker times. Yeah, basically. yeah. And it's funny because I I've worked at a restaurant my whole life mm-hmm. and uh, you know, there's always been like, you know, just dark humor jokes there. Mm-hmm. And I've I've done a little bit of theater, there's dark humor there. And then I remember seeing this one post like Oh man, the dark humor behind a kitchen line, and then they showed a a picture of like two EMTs in the back of an ambulance. It was like, oh bitch, please. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it gets darker. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to know. So we'll we'll get into that later. All right. So you mentioned earlier that growing up you were you were like a garbage disposal. I you was, ate just yes. about anything. Yes. And now you're a <laughs> vegan. Yeah. All right. So mostly plant based. Okay, I don't know shit about vegans. All I know is they don't touch anything that involves animals. So. Sure, yeah. All right, so you, you used to be a garbage disposal. Now you're a vegan. Yes. 
and right now I got like two of my friends gonna watch this and they're laughing their ass off right now because I have so many vegan jokes. But anyways, uh, so what made you want to be a vegan? Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> we'll get into it later. Okay, so I went through kind of a phase where I didn't really like. So I was a garbage disposal, but two degree. So mm -hmm. I didn't like anything on a bone, like ribs or wings. What? I know. I know. I'm going to try to be professional. Yeah, uh, I know. Anyways. I was warned about this. I know you like your wings and everything. Mm. <laughs> and my ribs. I know. I didn't like anything on a bone because you get like the little veins and it's mm. like, I just, I hate it. I even think about it. I just, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like it. Um, and so like, even if I, I ate those things, like my dad would like cut it off the bone for me. Mm -hmm. um, and like when you get a big chunk of meat and you have like the cartilage in there, mm. freaks me out. I don't like uh, the fat on meat. So I always ate like if I had a steak like this much in the very middle. Yeah. Because I like didn't want any, like I was really picky when it came to meat. Okay. And so um, it was just easier for me to say, like, in high school, I cut out red meat. Mm -hmm. And that left, you know, like, turkey sandwiches and stuff. And so then when I would go over to people's houses, it was just easier to say, like, I'm vegetarian. Mm -hmm. So that if they made ribs, I didn't have to be like, ooh. <laughs> um, and then after all that, in college, I figured out I don't actually like the flavor of meat, I like the flavor of barbecue sauce. And so I was like, maybe I should try just not eating meat because I'm only dousing it in all these sauces. Like I don't actually, I'm hiding the flavor intentionally because I don't actually like it. Mm -hmm. So I'm a vegetarian. So we're like 90% of vegans are like, I am in it for the animals. Not saying I'm not. <laughs> it's a perk. Um, but I mostly did it because I just don't like meat. Mm -hmm. I realized um and then i kind of was seeing the health benefits of it so like you could eat a plate full of french fries and mac and cheese and be a vegetarian um but because i was just so into the nutrition i just really love vegetables <laughs> i just love them so much and so it just I, I felt better cutting out the dairy um it was just like it just fit easier with my lifestyle yeah so damn I know. Like, I would, hell would freeze over. My friends would, like, legit admit me to a hospital if I just woke up one day and I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to cut out meat. Yeah, you know? I made a comment. Like, what? <laughs> last time I saw you, I made a comment about cauliflower wings. There was, like, a little awkward silence in the air for a minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a, a, yeah. the, the 4th <laughs> I was of just July. like, did I just, like, you say cauliflower wings? I push a like, button, the, I think. What? No. <laughs> Because I remember seeing, like, okay, so I follow these guys on YouTube called uh, Buff Dudes, and they, I bought one of their books, and uh, a really good, like, workout regimen, and, and they have some nutrition stuff, and one of their thumbnails on their video, like, they'll put, like, food recipes, was, like, uh, it was ca cauliflower buffalo wings, mm -hmm. and I was like, wait, what? And I, like... <laughs> Clicked on it and, and the thumbnail legit because they smeared it in buffalo sauce mm -hmm. looked like wings. Yeah. And I was like, wait, you can make wings healthy? I'm into this. Let me let me watch this. And it was just cauliflower, cauliflower just chopped cauliflower. up and yeah. with buffalo sauce. I was like, freaking liars. <laughs> <laughs> and Real so like I was I was so disappointed. But no, I uh no, I couldn't do that. You said cauliflower wings. I was like, I knew then. Like, I was what? like, what? No. 
I have a thing with chicken wings. We don't have to get into it, but I do. Um, no, let's get into it. Wait, what? <laughs> I feel I um, okay. I have a thing with chicken wings because I hate when they're wasted. Mm-hmm. Because that chicky only has so many little wings, mm-hmm. right? And then people you just too. super chicken. Like you just see one on the floor, and you're like, that chicken only had like a couple of wings to give, and one of them is just laying on the floor. Yeah, it just is so wasteful. Like if I were the ghost of a chicken, like, that would be enough. You know how ghosts, like, stick around when they have, like, unfinished business? Yeah. That would be enough to make me, like, not pass on to the chicken afterlife. Uh, I would haunt the like restaurant. like somebody needs to eat the uh, Because my arm is laying on the ground totally unappreciated. Mm-hmm. And people order, like, a tray of, like, 50 wings and then, like, waste half of them. Oh, see, I... I just think it's a flawed system. Yeah. It should be handled better. No, I... Man... I hate to agree with you, but I do. It's it's <laughs> it, my thing is uh uh I mean thank God I, I I grew up with uh awesome parents and awesome people around me that I just learned not only the value of a dollar but also the value of food. Not to let any food go to waste. I to this day really haven't thrown any food away except for fruits. Like when I moved out and I didn't know like the expiration dates on yeah. fruits and yeah. stuff. So that I don't feel bad, but uh, I've never thrown away meat. I've always, yeah, I've never been those people. And I know those people that mm-hmm. will order like, oh, yeah, 20 wings. I could eat a lot. They'll eat three and they're like, uh, do you want a to-go box? Nah, I just don't want this. Yeah. And it's like, what? Yeah. So like I am not a like judgy plant-based eater. Like mm-hmm. if you're eating a burger, like in no way is that impacting my life. You know, like yeah. it's not like – offending me or anything like i understand that people have different choices and i even have patients ask me like if they think uh if i think they should go vegetarian or vegan like Mm. i think when i get out of here i want to go vegetarian and i don't actually always recommend it because it's difficult and if i don't feel like they have the ability to like do the planning and the preparation that goes with it like it's going to be unhealthy for them Mm -hmm. and they're going to come back with nutrient deficiencies and so like i don't actually always recommend veganism and vegetarianism for everybody um (laughs) but i just hate when like the animal is like disrespected you know oh even even meat eaters hate that though yeah that's true well some 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 yeah yeah yeah. but like if you're gonna like kill the cow and eat it like at least like make it good like mainly yeah. hunters like those who hunt for their hunting. food uh, i, I want to get into it no like, i hate <laughs> it when people pose with the deer head uh, like i i, I want no i want uh i've never hunted never did it but i i, I, I watched this one video and one podcast with people talking about it i want to try it once just to see if i would like it and uh and if i don't like it i don't like it but i want to try it once it's unfair I mean, you're hunting this animal that does not see you coming from a long way no, away. No, dude, they have great weapons. sense. They, they. Like, I feel like if you're gonna kill a deer, it should be a fair fight. So, like, what do you go mean a fair at fight? it with your hands. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't go like a mile away with some like super cool gun and like where it has zero chance of survival. Okay, yeah, but it's more humane. You it, because they're not they're not like pumping it full of lead. They're taking their time to get that one shot. I've seen this one video where a, mm. a, a, a beginner, um, somebody who's never killed a deer, and this veteran, he was, like, guiding him. Yeah. And he, they saw deer, and uh, but, but before they were out in the wilderness, uh, they were practicing uh, shooting a paper, and he was telling him how, 
no, like even though we're carrying like, you know, 10 rounds, you, you got to make, you got to be in that mindset. Like you got only one round, mm-hmm. like you, you got to make it count. You got to make it, yeah. uh, 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 you need to be able to put it out really quickly. And so they, they're humane in that way. I just, I want to be trained in that. I want somebody to take me under their wings and, and, and try that. But, uh, I mean, I guess there's like ways to go about it. That would make me less angry. Yeah. But like, I, I'll, I'll go hunting, but I won't post it. Yeah, but I will post it because I, I'm gonna be super happy <laughs> about it. Just like, don't let me know. Okay, I got you. I'll, I'll, I'll try to. Uh huh. Yeah, I won't tag you. Just I won't tell me be you went like foraging. Huh? Foraging, right? For like mushrooms or something. I hate mushrooms. I do too, actually. Oh, <laughs> we have that in common. They're really cool, though. I want to like them. No, no. There's like uh, several foods that I really want to like, and I always try and eat I've them. I've tried them I'm so like, many this times. This time I'm gonna like it, yeah. and I just never do. Yeah. And mushrooms is one of them. I uh I worked for Bone Steakhouse, like mm. one of the top restaurants in Georgia, mm-hmm. and uh their mushrooms like these like I don't know what they're called, but uh I think they're like mini portobello mushrooms. I don't know. But it's like expensive mushrooms, and even I couldn't like them. I was just like, mm, no. Yeah, I mean, there's some that I've tried that are better than others, like uh, wild mushrooms. That kind of flavor profile is better. But it's also like a I just don't like the texture. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not even the taste really. Like, I mean, the taste doesn't add to it. It's just it's really <laughs> it the texture. Help. It's it's the same thing with like uh uh I don't like Jello. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's weird. I, I just don't like the. Jello is not vegan. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's made out of horse hooves. Yeah, the yeah. collagen. I learned that in the tenth grade, and everybody in class, the the uh, the teacher, she was a vegetarian, and she mentioned that, and everybody was like, "Wait, what?" Mm-hmm. And then she showed us a video of how it's made. And we're like, "What?" And like, mm-hmm. and she was like, "It's made out of horse hoof," and we're like, "Liar! Horse hooves are hard and stuff. Yeah. Jello is soft." And yeah. Yep, it's the gelatin. You can get plant based jello. You can't? Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's made with Not agar, that I'm ever going to. I don't like gelatin. I just I don't like gelatin. Yeah, because of the texture. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, but anyway, so with like, okay, so with being a vegan, it, it's cool that uh, you're not the judgy type because we know stereotypes. <laughs> there. Okay, you're not the judgy type, but are you the, oh, I'm going to bring it up unprompted? Like, we're talking no, about a movie. You're just like talking about movies, and you're like, "By the way, I'm a vegan." I'm a vegan. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. I, or at least I don't think I am. <laughs> I might be. I don't know. I uh uh, I have that superpower. Like, give me whatever, and I'll be able to bring it up no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I had this joke saying like. If I was an Olympian yeah. and I won a gold medal, I would br- I would brag about it. I'm sorry, I would. Yeah. I would bring up the fact that I won a gold medal in situations where it didn't call for it. Uh-huh. It's like, hey, dude, uh, can you take me to the hospital? Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. I remember when I got injured when I was training for the Olympics mm-hmm. and I got my gold medal. You remember my gold medal, right? Here it is and all that stuff. I wanted somebody yeah. to take care of me, so I'm going to take care of you, you know? There was a girl in my college dorm who did that, uh, but with being a lesbian. <laughs> Oh God! There's so, that's like, the worst one. Everything was just like, I mean, I'm gay, so we're like, that's cool. We know, but hey, like, uh, do you want to get some chicken wings? Literally, well, I'm gay, every so, time. Yeah. One time, I was having a conversation with my roommate, but like our door was open, you know, like socializing and all that, mm-hmm. and she walked by, popped her head in because I guess she overheard something with our conversation, totally unrelated to your sexual orientation, <laughs> and like dropped that she was lesbian, and we were just like. <laughs> 
what? Hey, I'm gay. And then she just left, and we're just like <laughs> speechless. We're like, what just happened? She was like that all the time. Oh man, someone's gonna take this out of context. I just said a phrase, "I'm gay," so someone's gonna take that out of context. <laughs> um. Okay, so you're not that type. Good. No, uh, yeah. No. Or at least I don't think I am. I try not to be. <laughs> You say so much, it, it blocks out. Like, it's your part of everyday speech. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't think I do. It's like, you do. Like, <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> from the from the moments we've hung out, like, you've, you've never done it. Uh, especially because Steven told us. So I was just like, he made it sound like, hey, by the way, uh, she's a vegan. So, <laughs> And I, even when I was, like, not being vegan, just vegetarian, mm-hmm. um, or just trying to choose, like, healthier things in general, like, I hate when people like go out of their way for me, and so I always bring my own food anyways. Mm-hmm. Like you saw, I had I brought snacks with me, like yeah. um, which I was upset actually. Those granola bars I bought have milk in them, and I didn't know because they're just big bars. So yeah. I was kind of disappointed in Trader Joe's on that one, but um, <laughs> but I always bring my own stuff. So like even when I go just visit my family, like mm-hmm. my dad, I've been plant based for years, going on like eight years now, and I still bring my own like coffee creamer and snacks in the car, and I bring my own produce because a lot of people just don't eat fruits and vegetables or if they do it's like in a casserole and so i always like come prepared because that way other people don't have to worry about like everyone's eating this thing yeah except for megan but does it suck sometimes like do you sometimes have that mood where oh man i wish i didn't have to bring all this thing yeah it does a little bit sometimes especially because like it's nice when someone cooks a meal for you you know like a home cooked meal there's something about it and like it's hard to get that if you aren't surrounded by other plant-based people Mm -hmm. because they just aren't used to cooking like that yeah like their home cooked meal is like a roast and mashed potatoes made with like cream and butter and all this stuff and so it's like you want that like cozy kind of like heartfelt offering but at the same time you're like i can't eat that yeah so. see and and see i'm glad you said that be, uh, uh because that's exactly like why i i've always joked but like uh, not really kidding i just always said it in a funny way where like i couldn't date a vegan girl because i'm an amateur cook i'm mm-hmm. not i'm if i was a you know a skilled chef where yeah. oh like i can think of a vegan dish yeah and not have it be a problem that's different mm-hmm. but i'm not I'm, I'm an amateur and so I, i'm like I, I love cooking for my girl i want to be able to you know not think twice about it maybe on things obviously if she's allergic to something but uh be able to be like all right let me you know cook us both some steak or yeah. both some chicken or fish and stuff and uh but yeah like the last girl i dated uh you know, not knocking her or anything. I don't like talking shit about my exes. But she only ate chicken. Mm-hmm. And it was fine for a while. But every now and then it did get kind of boring. Just for me, where I'm like, oh, I'm tired of cooking chicken. I, w- I yeah. want to be able to cook steak and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even about like, oh, I wouldn't want to date a vegan. I wouldn't want to date somebody who's like super picky, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's that's with anybody. But, yeah. I would be the same way, though, about somebody who's, like, crazy picky because mm-hmm. I like trying new things. Yeah. Like, I will one day for dinner cook something with a Mexican vibe and the next day cook some sort of, like, Indian curry. Like, nice. I like to eat all kinds of different things and try new things and go to restaurants. Uh, I like all of it. So, like, someone who's just, like, eating potatoes, mm-hmm. 
would be difficult. Yeah. Because you can't share that. Yeah. And if it's like a big part of something you love, you want to like share it with somebody. Mm-hmm. So. And that's what I'm saying. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Uh. So with that being said, like you, you've already didn't. You know, you like certain parts of the me, but you weren't like fond of it mm-hmm. as you were growing up. Yeah. So when you made the decision to be a vegetarian and then eventually a vegan. Yeah. Did you ever relapse? Did you ever like, uh, like. Actually, okay, so I always say I have a fat soul, and so Mm -hmm. I really like pizza and burgers and nachos. Like, I love all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I like, like, the whole food version of it now that I know more. Yeah. Um, And so there was one point after, like, years where I was, like, for some reason, I always wanted barbecue, like a pulled pork sandwich or something. Mm -hmm. Like, that kind of stuff I always really wanted still. But I never, like, ate it. I did have the occasional occasional crab legs because I just, if I went to the beach, really loved crab legs. Mm-hmm. But now I'm, like, really aware that I'm, like, cracking a leg in half when I'm doing <laughs> it. And I can't have them anymore. Um, so. I can imagine you going, like, you know what? Screw being vegan for this weekend. We're, we're at the beach. All right. You know what? No. And that's kind of what happened. Like, I still, everything else, still plant-based, everything. It's just the occasional plate of crab legs, like, once a year at the beach. But, like, literally, as I was eating it, I was like, this is a leg. <laughs> and you I have to just, hand it off to somebody yeah, be like, hey, I, crack it for me like, real quick. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't after that, and I have not had crab legs since then. No. Yeah, it, it so really ruined it So how long ago was me. that? A couple years. A couple years ago? Yeah. Damn. So, uh, that was difficult, but I forgot what your original question was because I got distracted. Uh, did crab you legs. ever? Did you ever relapse? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was one point where I did. Somebody was eating a burger, and I had a veggie burger, mm-hmm. and I love a veggie burger. Like, mm-hmm. I would probably even if I decided like right now, like no longer vegan, I would probably still choose a veggie burger over a regular one just because mm-hmm. I really love veggie burgers. Well, that's good. But um, they were eating a regular burger, and it just sounded it like smelled so good, and I was like. Maybe this is my body telling me that I need meat again. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to try a bite, you know? Because mm-hmm. I don't believe in, like, being overly restrictive unnecessarily. Yeah. So if you don't, if you feel like. Especially being, you don't have a health restriction. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. And so if you feel like your diet that you're following is being unnecessarily restrictive, like, why do it, you know? Unless mm-hmm. it's, like, for a medical reason. Um, and so I took a bite of the burger and I couldn't even swallow it. I had to spit it out. It was, like, too weird for me. Like, my mouth is weird right now just thinking about it. Oh, damn. Yeah, and so I, like, spit it out, and that was the only time. Well, see, that's – it. you know, for you, that's a good thing because now, you know, you had that moment where you're just like, eh, you know, maybe an occasional, but, like, your body legit is like, now nah, we yeah. can't do this. Yeah, So now you don't even have that craving. Mm-mm. Like, you, you thought you did for that moment, but yeah. now you tried. And I – it just – that was like six years ago or something like that and i have not had any like desire for beef or chicken or any of that oh man what what about fish like like salmon i didn't eat a lot of fish before because i didn't like it i really only liked uh crab and shrimp and sometimes like a tilapia or something Mm -hmm. so like a few years i was more like pescatarian and would like if i went to like some restaurant that was supposed to have like really good seafood i would maybe order a fish um like i went to pampas can't like 
just order a salad at Pampa's. And so, <laughs> like, I got some fish there. Um, but in the last, like, couple years, hardly nothing. But I would sometimes get – or, like, sushi. I really liked sushi. So mm. I would get, like, shrimp in my sushi or something like that. Yeah. But then someone – a doctor told me I was supposedly allergic to shellfish. What? And so I stopped eating it after that anyways, so. Are you? It was like a big thing with allergies. No, I'm not. And then why say it? She told me I was allergic to a lot of other stuff too because I had this big like allergic face rash thing and so I got allergy tested and the test was kind of wonky and she was like, "Mm, it's not really the best test, but I'm pretty sure you're allergic to all this stuff. (laughs) And so I was like, okay. So I cut it out of my diet and then I found out Earlier this year, I think, that I'm not actually allergic to anything. Wow. And I stopped the, eating all that year. stuff for years. <laughs> I was like... I mean, you're, you're, you're vegan, which is fine, yeah. but like... Uh, I want to kill myself for saying that phrase. You're a vegan, which is fine. I know. I <laughs> let it slide. Kidding. I heard it and I let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, 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 yeah, like, like you're not going to have shrimp anyways, but... Yeah. It's but the just other the principle. things she told me I was allergic to were bananas and avocado. Do you know how difficult it is to go out and dine as a person on a plant-based diet and have to avoid bananas and avocado? Really put a damper in my smoothie game. Yeah. Like, or was... like a freaking guac. You can have a guac, right? Now I can. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't for years. <laughs> And now I can. Hey, Megan, you want some guac? No, nah, apparently I'm allergic to and it. And my family would always forget. And so they'd make like banana pudding and stuff and be like, look, Megan, or I made a vegan banana bread. And I'm like, still can't have it. Oh, I can't have it. Apparently I'm allergic to it. Yep. Dude, that sucks. Oh, my God. No, it was a rough like four years that I had to cut that out. So so uh, what is something people misconstrued about being a vegan? That it's kind of like uppity you know or like it's expensive or difficult it's, oh wow or... okay now you surprised me i'm thinking see difficult like i'm not gonna lie i still think it's difficult well it's, it's ma- just mainly because of me people. like when i when i think about it for me i'm not thinking about it like for the masses i think about it for me yeah uh but expensive i've been led to believe like it's it's pretty expensive and it can be so yeah. if you buy but like same with meats like yeah like exactly. with, uh, with, I, I buy steaks and stuff and there's choice or prime meat and prime yeah. meat's expensive but the quality's there and then choice mm-hmm. meat's just like whatever yeah so you can have like an impossible burger with the vegan cheese and like the vegan specialty like eight dollar pack of buns uh like with all of the expensive brand sauces on it like you can easily make yourself like a 40 dollar veggie burger mm-hmm. or you can have a bowl with like brown rice and beans like a can of beans black beans you know and like just some sauce that you can even just like whip up like a bottle of teriyaki sauce or something you yeah. know and throw in some buy like a zucchini and some broccoli saute it up put it in your pan. Sounding pretty good. You're talking like five dollars, you yeah. know, for this meal that's arguably more nutritious than this forty dollar veggie burger you just made. Mm. And so people think it's expensive. And also, if you go out to a restaurant, like the plant based meals are sometimes more. And so it just has that like rep. And if you're walking through the grocery store and it's like new vegan item, it's like twenty dollars, and you're overlooking that the whole can- the aisle, like ninety percent of the aisle of like rice and beans. It's also vegan. Yeah, yeah. And so 
There's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that's naturally vegan that's not advertised as vegan. That's true. That is much cheaper than the stuff that's like vegan, gluten-free, non-GMO, and has all the labels on it. Yeah. They probably have to pay for those labels, which makes their price go up. Yeah. is uh, Like, I've learned that with organic, uh, that there are some there are some foods that it's not really organic, but it's, it's like semantics, but uh, it's like kind of organic and kind of not. But they pay to have, to have it the organic the, label. Yeah. And there's some foods that don't honestly need to be organic. So there's a list out there called the Dirty Dozen. Mm-hmm. And it's like the 12 um, top, I guess, fruits and vegetables that are most like laden with pesticides and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so it's better to choose those as organic. Um, but not everything. You don't have to have organic everything just yeah. to like eat a healthy diet. So yeah. for me, if it's like something where you eat the outside of it, I'll get it organic um, just from like a sanitary kind of standpoint. Yeah. But you can still be totally nutritious with a regular apple versus a non-organic. I mean, versus an organic apple. Yeah. No, I went um, I went apple picking uh, years ago and uh, with those apples, you know, like no pesticides, nothing like completely organic. Like you're picking them off mm-hmm. the, you know, the tree. I will say there's like a. There is a difference with that and the ones that you buy at, like, you know, Publix and oh, yeah. stuff. There is a difference, but, I, I mean, call it me being biased, whatever. It's not enough difference to make me go, like, oh, I'm only buying yeah uh, uh, something that's super organic versus not. And also, like, commercial grown versus, like, locally grown. Mm-hmm are two completely different things, organic or not. Yeah. You know, there's a lot that goes into commercially grown produce to make them pretty and sustainable and be able to travel for a long time and be stored for a long time. Like, they are, like, heavily engineered sometimes yeah. to be, like, the perfect product. Mm-hmm. As, like, if you were to go apple picking and pull it off the tree, like, it might not last quite as long because mm-hmm. it doesn't have the same work put into it. Yeah. And but and that, that's my thing. It's like, I mean, I would like to hear somebody you know, like have it like a mini debate with me. I don't think there's anything wrong with a little bit, uh, artificial, like, you know, it, uh, just as long as it's like not compromising in health. Mm-hmm. Cause even though like I, I'll joke and say like, Oh, I'm not really a healthy guy. I still think about my health. I, I don't want to be like, I don't want to sure. deliberately be unhealthy. Like, Oh, here's this, you know, a good healthy option. Here's a super bad option. I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, let me take this super bad option mm-hmm. because fuck my health. No, like I, I, I only have one body. So sure. Uh, but at the same time, I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, something that's commercially grown just as long as, again, it's it's still healthy. It's not as healthy, but it's not going to kill you kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so I have this book called Eating on the Wild Side, and mm-hmm. it kind of talks about how far our food now has come from its original ancestors and some of it is beneficial and some of it is not and so uh, i worked with the past president of the academy of nutrition and dietetics for a while and she's really passionate that like gmo is not a bad thing because it makes it more accessible sometimes it makes the nutrients more readily absorbable like there's benefits to it Um, And there's a lot of things that we eat now where if it wasn't genetically modified, like we wouldn't probably be able to eat it. And this book basically says that like right now you have your carrot full of nutrients and everything. The ancestor of that is like a little scraggly root that comes from like Afghanistan or something. 
um, which the nutrient composition of both of them is totally different. And like the original banana is like, you can't even like peel it. You have to like get a knife to get into it. And like the seeds are really big and inedible. And it's just like, you just can't eat it, you know? So some of the genetic modification has happened to make things more palatable so that you're able to actually get to the nutrients. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm nice. Um, so, uh, so be honest, what is something that you might see or hear, uh, regarding health that you just roll your eyes at? Like, keto. Keto? Yeah. Oh, go on. Um, I have regrets about saying that so quickly. Um, (laughs) I don't recommend it. What is, okay. Being a cardiac dietitian. What is keto? I I remember hearing about it like online. Is it is it a plant? Keto is basically. Do you know what the Atkins diet is? Mm-mm. Okay, so keto is like a kind of diet. Like you do like a low carb diet or a Mediterranean diet or something like that. It's a ketogenic diet. Um, and the name I think comes from probably the ketones that form when you cut out the carbohydrates. Okay, so keto is not like it's not a food or anything. No, it's. it's I I don't know why I kept thinking it was like a plant. Like no, it's like an adjective, basically. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a ketogenic diet. Um, and there's like two kinds really. The like original ketogenic diet is actually used for like medical nutrition therapy. So it's used to help treat epilepsy in children is like the true ketogenic diet the one that everybody says that they're doing is more of like a modified atkins diet which is just like low carb basically but like to the extreme Mm. and so like a real keto diet is like you have to it involves a lot of math and counting it's like a four to one ratio of fat to non-fat calories Mm. and so like the vast majority of your diet comes from fat Fun fact, an avocado is naturally ketogenic. It's yeah. at that four to one ratio already. Yeah, so avocado hear, like, is a avocado is a healthy fat kind of thing. Yeah. And so it's all fat. And it actually, like I did a rotation at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta with the keto dietitian mm-hmm. who works with these children with epilepsy and puts them on a true, like very regimented ketogenic diet. And it actually like stops their epileptic seizures. Oh nice. It's really cool. And it has, like, permanent effects. So they can be on this diet for just, like, a few years and then stop. And they have, like, permanent, like, reduction in their seizures. That's awesome. It's really cool. And then everybody else goes and takes it and (laughs) just thinks it's, like, a casserole of, like, bacon and cream and cheese and cream cheese and putting some pork (laughs) on top. And that's what they think is a keto diet. And it's just um, because you're cutting out carbs, right, in in the modified keto diet. Yeah. Um, and so you're just eating meat and high fat dairy. So like choosing heavy cream over like a 2% milk, which angers me a little bit. And it's just, why? because it's the, it's just against everything that everybody has always said is healthy Mm. and they're doing it for weight loss. Um, it's just like not sustainable and there's a time and a place for it because I mean, it is like a, it's a real thing, a ketogenic diet. Yeah. But I think any sort of diet where you are restricting yourself from certain food groups is not ideal because every food group brings its own nutrients. And so if you're doing a keto diet where all you eat is like meat and cheese and like cauliflower because it's so low in carbs, then like 
you're missing all the nutrients that like fruit brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Like you're just omitting that completely. Um, and it's just really high in saturated fat and it's just like bad for your heart and your arteries and your gallbladder and it's it can be very damaging. Someone I know someone who had to get their gallbladder removed because uh. they were doing keto. Because they're doing keto. Yeah, because it's it's just so high in fat yeah. that it's really damaging if you do it for long enough. I did not know this about keto. I, I, like, honestly, I, I don't know anything about keto. I just saw that it was, like, the new fad. Mm-hmm. People are doing it. Yeah. And I don't – I just – I thought it was a plant uh, thing. And – but w- that being said, why – okay, because now I'm, I'm feeling like you. Why are people – why, what makes you think, I know you don't have the answer probably, but what makes you think that this fat is, took off the way it did? Like, why why are people yeah. going like, oh man, this keto diet's working. Because it can make you lose weight. Because um, if you go back to like- Really? With high fats and stuff like that? Yes, because you're cutting out other things that you were eating before. So even if you hadn't like shifted all the way to the fat side of things mm-hmm. and just reduced the things that needed to be reduced- then you would still have lost weight. Um, But if you think, like, weight gain comes from, like, eating anything in excess, right? And so, like, what do people eat most in excess? Carbs. So I love carbs. I'm all for them. I I mean... But, like... I just don't... I I don't know. Like, maybe maybe you can shed some light on my ignorance here. I don't think carbs is that bad. No, I love them. And, like, patients always get so scared when I come in and tell them, like... Like, like I'll have a sandwich. mm -hmm. Or my breakfast usually consists of two eggs, three slices of uh, turkey bacon, and two slices of toast. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't... I don't see anything wrong with you having some You need carbs. Yeah. Like you, that's like the main source of glucose to power your brain. Like you need them. They're good for you. And like for these children who are on ketogenic diets, like their blood sugar is so low, it has to be like really closely managed to make yeah. sure it doesn't get too low. Um, and then like their body goes into ketosis basically and creates like a new source of fuel. It's like a whole thing. But like my patients always get so scared when I come into the room and tell them that we have to talk about like a diabetic diet because they think I'm going to tell them that they can't oh, eat carbs anymore. Yeah. Specifically grapes. I don't know why everybody what? thinks they can't eat grapes. <laughs> Every person is like, you're here to tell me I can't have grapes, huh? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I love them. I love carbs. People also always think I'm going to tell them they can't drink coffee anymore. I don't know why, but I'm like, I would never tell you you can't drink coffee and I will never tell you that you can't have dessert every now and then because... I'm not going to stop doing those things. <laughs> and so I'm not going to tell you to. Um, but it's just people eat it in excess. Yeah. And so cutting back on that and doing like a low-carb diet, you lose weight because you're cutting back on that. So just naturally you're losing weight. Yeah. And so like the keto diet is essentially like a modified low-carb diet, but like more extreme. But it's not sustainable. Yeah. So once you go back to eating carbs, you gain the weight back because Mm. you kind of like go to like a binging kind of side of things. I mean, I was not like ever going to do keto, but just hearing that now you what you've done. And I'm glad is uh, now if any of my friends starts talking about keto, I'm going to refer them to this video. But at the same time, (laughs) I'll be like, no, 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 my friend Megan. Yeah like went into great details about why keto is not oh man i i I did not know that i've had another patient who had to come in and have heart surgery she coincidentally 
had been following the keto diet for about six months before coming in. When I talked to her, she said, I've never had any heart issues before. Like, until now, I don't know what's happening. She was following the super keto diet. Are you doing keto? Yes. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. And so, because it's just fat on fat on fat, and it's just really hard on your heart. So, like, uh, uh, taking away from keto for a second, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I, you mentioned it's, you know, it's cutting out you know, excess and stuff like that, the extremes. So like even with somebody dieting, like if if you heard any of your friends or, or seen it on TV or whatnot, uh any diet that somebody cuts out excess of amount, say like which the commonest sugar or salt. Yeah. Is that also bad? No. Because there's a difference between a healthy diet and a restrictive diet. Yeah. And so cutting back on things that you are eating in excess can be healthy. It's when you restrict healthy things that Mm. it gets bad. And so what some diets do is they restrict things that are actually beneficial for you. And that's when it's like frowned upon. But if you're like, I eat 12 donuts every day for breakfast, you could probably cut back on that and kind of refocus on a regular, like a healthy, balanced diet. Yeah. So. that's that's a good point so like okay this is me ignorant me <laughs> uh i was led to believe that you know y- yes like there's healthy sugar in things like fruits and stuff like that mm-hmm. but like you don't really need white sugar brown sugar um, like yeah you can use that as an ingredient in cooking but you really don't need it sure mind commenting on that so Basically, once it's absorbed in your body, sugar is sugar. So I always tell my patients, salt is salt because they try and bring in like, what about Himalayan salt? And what about rock salt? And what about all this stuff? Salt is salt, sugar is sugar. But certain sugars come with other benefits. And so white sugar is just straight up sugar. But if you eat a bowl of berries, you also get antioxidants, phytonutrients, fiber, all kinds of other stuff that is beneficial for you. And it's natural sugar. And so... If you eat just, like I always use apple versus apple juice as an example with my patients. If you drink a glass of apple juice, there's nothing to slow it down, right? It's just sugar water, basically. Um, And by that point, a lot of the nutrients have probably been pulled out of it. Um, But if you eat, so it will shoot your blood sugar right up Mm. because there's nothing to slow it down. You drink it, it's absorbed, your blood sugar spikes. Mm. An apple has fiber in it, which slows things down when it gets to your digestive tract because it takes some work to break down fiber. Um, And so the sugar is more slowly absorbed in your body and causes your blood sugar to go up more slowly. So instead of like spiking, it's more of like a roller coaster. Hmm. So you can have like refined sugars, like the white sugar, that is just going to spike your blood sugar. But if you eat it in something that has other benefits to go with it, then... So like as an ingredient. Yeah, yeah. So you could use white sugar, I'm trying to think. The things you're going to put white sugar in are not going to be great for you. <laughs> like you're not going to put white sugar in something necessarily that has like a ton of fiber and stuff in it. But if you did, it would soften the blow a little bit. Yeah, I I mean, I, uh, uh, specifically, I don't know. I, I know the word fiber, but I don't know what fiber, like I can't define it. Yeah, so fiber is basically like if you think like animals have bones, mm-hmm. plants have fiber. And so it's like structural. Okay. Um, and it can't really be like 
there's a couple different kinds of fiber. It can't really be broken down. It's good for your GI tract. Um, and like I said, it helps your blood sugar. It can lower your cholesterol. It has a bunch of stuff. But basically, it's like the structure of a plant. Like what gotcha. gives it form. So it's the equivalent of a bone. That's Pretty why you brought it. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so that being said, uh, I s- did see somebody use like, it was brown sugar though, as a recipe for like, for green beans, like a, a sauce that they're making with green yeah. beans. So like that being said, because green beans is a vegetable and has fibers. So that's something maybe right there where, yeah, you're putting sugar in the ingredients, but right fibers. If you were comparing it to like brown sugar alone versus mm-hmm. brown sugar with green beans. That one's going to be better because your blood sugar won't spike quite as much. It's still the same sugar content. Yeah. But in terms of like, blood sugar control it would be a little easier on your body okay so like manageable like, but yeah it's still not going to be like great for you because i know what you mean by spiking uh like th- this yeah. is going to uh, sound dumb but like i i get it is uh uh when dealing with audio so like when i edit and stuff like so when i slate before we started mm-hmm. uh it's a lar- loud, sharp sound exactly it's really like quick that. and it yeah. spikes mm-hmm. and then that's it like you can't do anything but like if i'm talking softly and i get mm-hmm. like louder and louder yeah you see a wave but you can manage it yeah so i, I get that in mm-hmm. in the sense with uh, blood sugar uh wow hmm. uh but damn that's 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 scary before i just thought keto like looking back at keto, i was just like eh, whatever i guess yeah this and i'm that. very like passionate about about it so i might have made it sound worse than it is no but, but like... i mean but uh, for reasons because like again, this is this is black and white. You yeah. you're burdened with knowledge. Me, I I I see it as a trend. I'm like yeah. whatever. Vegan and vegetarian was a trend as well. Yeah. And I'm just I roll my eyes at it, like not knowing. But you know there are even though like I joke around with uh, vegans and stuff like that, there are health benefits to it. But with keto, I'm thinking the same thing. Oh, there's health benefits, but yeah. it's whatever. But you. Being vegan and also like you being a dietitian, you know the ins and outs, and so you're just like, no, 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 this is yeah. And one thing that I feel really strongly about is making it like easy and accessible. So like everybody tries to do like juice cleanses and uh like a soup cleanse or a smoothie cleanse. They or like try and like I have to be super incredibly healthy now. It's like all or nothing. And it doesn't really have to be like that. And so that's why all those fad diets, I'm just like you just have to eat a balanced meal. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, I always tell my patients to just uh, focus on colors. So instead of trying to figure out, like, have you ever heard of my plate? Sounds familiar. It's like the new food pyramid. Um, oh, is it the one where it, it shows you the plate? And yeah, what? and it's got, like, the colors. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so half of your plate should be, like, non-starchy fruits and vegetables. The other half of your plate is divided in between, like, carbs and protein. And yeah. you have, like, dairy hanging out over in the corner. And so, like, that's, like, the gist of how you should structure your plate. And then just to keep it, like, as simple as possible, like, just focus on your colors. If you have a plate that's totally beige, it's going to be, like, fried chicken, mashed potatoes, rice. Like, that's really standard. That's a standard meal for somebody. Um, And there's not a whole lot of nutrients in it. Whereas if you had, like, some red and some green, it's probably going to come from fruits and vegetables. Mm. And so I always just tell them to, like, try to get as many colors on their plate as they can. And a lot of them, that clicks a little bit better. Yeah, that that was clicking for me as you were explaining it. Mm-hmm. What about those people? I don't like my food touching each other. Then you can put little dividers between the colors. <laughs> 
You can oh, have God. the colors on different plates. I hear that so many times. It's like, oh, I don't like my food touching each other. I'm like, you're not hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving, I'm just like, bam, yeah. bam, Just like mix bam. it all in a big oh, bowl. God. And Thanksgiving's coming up. Oh, man. I, I can't wait. Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. It used to be my favorite holiday. And I really like it still. But What's your like, favorite holiday? Christmas. Uh, oh, I want to hit you so bad. I want to throw my glass at you. I just love how are you gonna, how you, No, no, no. I, now I get a rant for a little bit. Okay. No, all right. <laughs> I love Thanksgiving. People, say, I remember years ago, people were saying like, oh, Christmas is a dying holiday. No, it's not. It's Thanksgiving. Why? Because no disrespect to Halloween. Uh, Halloween's overrated. Yeah, I said I it. I love Halloween. I like Halloween. It's overrated as fuck. So whatever. Anyways, so <laughs> it's gonna breeze right past that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I really am. But yeah. like, we'll, we'll talk about it. But uh-huh. uh, it literally goes like, as soon as it's September, people are already in the Halloween spirit, and people are, will joke, "Oh, mm-hmm. I'm in the Halloween spirit all year round." Whatever. I hate you too. But anyway, so it goes from. Literally September, people are talking about Halloween. Now it's October. Now people are really talking about Halloween. Soon as it's November first, bam, it's all Christmas stuff. Don't believe me? Go to any Walmart. Go to any Target. Bam! Look at the freaking section. I hear you. It's like when they put out pumpkins at Fourth of July. I hate it because you're skipping over so much good stuff. Right. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And but you have to see from my standpoint okay. as a dietitian, it's the one day of the year where people literally intentionally wear stretchy pants and gorge <laughs> themselves. Like like the meaning of Thanksgiving has just totally been lost. Like I want so badly <laughs> to just like create a beautiful Thanksgiving meal that's not like <laughs> 2,000 calories. Like, want, that's I, what the holiday is about now. I want you to be a politician <laughs> and then, like, get up and be like, all right, guys, I know we're all getting ready for Thanksgiving. So, you know, I'm not saying, you know, you got to, you know, be super healthy. But here, let me show you how your plate should look like. Yes. Yeah, and then people like, are going to be like, the what? Just, like, bring no. out my plate and be like, let's remember, limit your carbs. Okay, like, I have a thing with Thanksgiving, like, rolls. Controversial opinion. Rolls should not be included in Thanksgiving. Why? Because you have so much other food and you have so many other carbs. You have stuffing. You have mashed potatoes. You have sweet potatoes. You have carrots covered in Yeah, honey. but you don't have rolls. Like, yeah, but it's just like, it's just bread. It yep. fills your stomach but with Have nonsense. you had rolls? Yes, I've had rolls before. It's really good. You can have rolls any day of the year. Yeah, but it's really and good. And you're just like <laughs> stuffing yourself and it's just like bread. And I love bread, but like you just have plenty of carbs already. Yeah, but you don't have rolls. I don't know. <laughs> At my Thanksgiving table, I will never have rolls. I think they are pointless. Uh, I know when it comes I'm not going to go with that. Oh, I'm going to have some good stuff. You're going to want to go. So. All right, all right. If I'm invited, I'll go. But I was a weight loss counselor, and I would hear so many excuses like, "Oh, well, Thanksgiving is coming up." I'm like, so you all of a sudden have to throw your entire like long-term goal out the window yeah. because. You're going to be around family and all this food and what you have no self-control and so like <laughs> not on thanksgiving and so it's like it doesn't have to be people literally gain 10 pounds around the holidays yeah people gain 10 pounds see I, from okay. gorging and you can still enjoy it and have a really delicious meal that's so much healthier for you yeah i See, now, I know, like, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. It's a dying holiday. 
screw anybody that says it's Christmas, whatever. And I, it's not like I've gone cynical over the years because I, I like Christmas. What? Have you? I, I do. It's just when it comes to literally, I'm going to go on Facebook. I'll even yeah. take a screenshot and I'll send it to you Please next time I see do. it. Yeah. November 1st. No, Some I know. Is, People turn on the holiday music and yeah, the Christmas it, music it, and bring it, out the it's, decorations. It's, it's and, Christmas yeah, part totally one. And December is Christmas part two. And it pisses me off. Because you, I, I don't mind December 1st. And then it's... it's You know what? I'll even say this. From de- December 1st to the 31st, I don't care. You could have your Christmas tree up. You could be in the holiday spirit. I don't care. It, even though it's after the 25th, man, you could still be in that Christmas spirit. I don't care. But as long as it's for a month. But I'm sorry. If it's two months, I get tired of it. I get Why can't you out. enjoy Thanksgiving? I don't like Thanksgiving. I wouldn't want, having, Thanks- why I wouldn't can't want it be Thanksgiving like in October or in December. Holiday vibes, you know? Like, it's it's all part of the holidays. Like, people still celebrate Thanksgiving just because they're playing Christmas music doesn't mean they don't like the holiday. No, because it's it's, like you said, it's the vibe. It's like it's a different vibe. Yeah. It, it's it's all Christmas stuff. It's all Christmas. So what's stuff. Thanksgiving vibe? Like the freaking fall leaves and orange and turkey and just yeah. being with family. And so food. it's like Halloween plus turkey. Except not the freaking jack o' lantern. The uh, uh, nightmare before Christmas and. So you all should that. just lay out specific guidelines for a Thanksgiving vibe for the month of November. I'm not gonna do that. I hate those people who put. Put it on social media so everyone sees it and says, "Hey, instead of not gonna be that guy." (laughs) Christmas. Let's try this this year. No, people can have their Christmas. Get on your soapbox. No, it's Thanksgiving time. (laughs) Decorate with turkeys. Yes. Neutral colors in only. November. In November. And, yeah. and again, if, and if you don't believe me that there's a war on Thanksgiving, Black Friday. I don't put on my Christmas stuff until Chris until December first. So. Good. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. Because literally, I I I, I can't wait to somebody post this, and I'm gonna take a picture of it. I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna tag you on it. Black Friday is a great example of just the gorging mindset of Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving Day, no one thinks you about eat it. your weight in nonsense, and then the next day you spend all of your money. But see, here's the thing: Thanksgiving, like it's a gluttonous holiday. <laughs> I love Thanksgiving. I'm just I know, but like here. literally Thanksgiving and, and Black Friday. See, somebody, I'm I'm gonna put my tinfoil hat here. Somebody's trying to destroy Thanksgiving because you could have picked anywhere else to put Black Friday. But no, you put it right after Thanksgiving because, oh, you spend time to be thankful for what you have and you're there with your family and all that stuff. And then, bam, Black Friday, you're punching people for that new coffee maker, for that new TV, for that new game system. Mm. You're not being thankful. I also really love turkeys. Like, I hate seeing poor, sad... I like turkey bacon. Okay, controversial I don't opinion. like turkey. I like turkeys, the animal. Oh. <laughs> like, I want to open, like, a turkey sanctuary or something. They're just, like, they have so much attitude, and they're, like, smart. They're just, I like, like their noises. Oh. Yeah, they make cute oh. noises. Like, I want to have a turkey sanctuary where I just, like, celebrate them on Thanksgiving. Instead of yeah. eating turkey, I eat with the turkeys. All right. And you would be invited. I will not come. <laughs> what? See, that's want mindset. Because I'll be looking at that turkey and be like, man, I really would like, like to have you in my so, stomach. So, okay, this is another thing with like being vegan, vegetarian. Like, it's all about the mindset 
of people who aren't in that setting, you know? Like, what do you mean? Eating a meatless meal has such a stigma around it now. Like, you go to a restaurant and people just feel the need to have meat on their plate. So you can have, like, an equally delicious meal with no meat on the plate. And it's, like, blasphemy. Like, people <laughs> think it's, like, unheard of. You're a tree hugger. No, no. Like... I- I have something of of that. Like, okay. okay. No, I don't. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, okay. Let me be more specific. Um, if, if there is that stigma, uh, I'll condemn them here and now. I'll make it public. No. Uh, if that's not where I have a problem, me DJ, I can only speak for myself. That's not where I have a problem. Where I have a problem is, and it's not with you. You you don't do this. I mean, you're not in the food industry. It's people who try to say, oh, uh, well, I mean, I know you like veggie burgers, but like, oh, try this impossible meat. It tastes just like a burger. That's another big thing with me is you don't have to like, so some of those products are Mm -hmm. for people who are um, vegan for ethical reasons and love the taste of meat and they miss it. And so those are really good for them. Me, I don't like a lot of those things. Yeah. Because that's not why I went plant based. Yeah. And see, so, when you mentioned that earlier dish with the rice, the broccoli, yeah. the teriyaki sauce, I was even I was craving mm-hmm. that because I'm like, you didn't mention any meat, and I was like, I would have that. Yeah. Why? Because it's not trying to be something meat. It's it's yeah. being its own thing. I love rice. I love broccoli. Mm-hmm. Teriyaki sauce. Hell yeah, give me some. But it's when you say. Oh, try this burger. Yeah. It's one hundred percent plant based, and it's not no so the meat. The thing that people have that. to like get in their head is like not all plant based substitutes are trying to be the real thing. Just think of it as like a completely but, different wait, meal. I, I'm sorry, I'm going to push back. I think it is. How yeah, is it not? If you say, "Hey, here's a meatless ribs," okay, that's trying to be the real thing. But think about a black bean burger. Okay, yeah, okay, black that's bean burger. That's its own thing. That's it its has its thing. own flavor profile. People are like, that's not a burger. People, people yeah, are just going to be pissed about burger. the word burger in Which is the title. But silly. There's that, like yeah, a huge like, right um, lawsuit going on with like vegan butter because, what? yeah, the dairy industry was trying to push back and be like, this is not butter. You cannot call it butter. Mm. And they won. And they're like, we can, you know, just because it's not real butter doesn't mean it serves the same purpose. It has the same flavor. Like, the only difference is it didn't come from, like, a sad cow who lost her babies. Like, <laughs> just. Shots fired. <laughs> like, but, yeah, think about a black bean burger, you know? Cauliflower is a big one. People hate on cauliflower unless they're keto because they're like, that's not wings. That's not rice. It's not wings. It's, like, it doesn't have to be. It's cauliflower. It, just, call it cauliflower. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Just so, a black wings. bean burger Show me somebody who would choose a black bean burger over a regular burger when they're both presented next to each other. Oh, just a real burger. Because, like, a black bean burger can be really, really good. But people think of it as the backup option. Yeah, yeah. And see, black bean burger specifically, like that name, I have no problems with that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But if you went to a burger shop, you would get a burger. Yes. Because the black bean burger is for people who don't eat meat. Yes. Which is the mindset that I'm talking about. But like what I'm saying is black bean burger isn't advertised as uh, like, oh, hey, it tastes just like a burger. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Just just same. Okay. Like uh, this is going to be really, really silly, but I think it, it, it makes my point. 
if you if like say you opened up a restaurant you made that dish you described the rice the broccoli sure. the sauce right you wouldn't say like oh hey try this dish it tastes just like ribs no you wouldn't you'd be like yeah. hey try this dish it's good yeah. it, it 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 doesn't need any introduction it's good yeah people like it's like riding somebody's coattail that that's what i picture it's like we all know ribs are good mm -hmm. so it's like oh hey try this uh, impossible ribs it tastes just like ribs mm -hmm. when you, we clearly know it doesn't and that's for the that's population that is for vegans who are vegan or vegetarians that, who are plant-based for ethical reasons yes, that and crave that like the flavor of ribs but, but it, it doesn't come with the ethical it doesn't taste like ribs is what i'm saying okay but it's also not always a lot healthier than ribs and so that one choosing between the two i made my decision really when i had the ribs <laughs> No, I, I get it. I get it. But, like, it's just the stigma around, like, if you're at a restaurant, like, very rarely would uh, someone who includes meat in their diet choose the plant-based option solely because it does not have meat in it. It's, yeah. like, ingrained in the brain. Like, yeah. you have to have meat with your meal. Well, here, let Even me... though it's nutritionally, you know, all the stuff's there in the plant-based Well, let me ask you a question because, like, like, legit, like, this, this yeah. is what I'm thinking. Uh, cause I, I, I heard this years ago, I think I was in high school, can't remember, but I heard like one of the things that makes like why people need protein and usually because through, through meats is because it's, it, it makes you full. Like it's one of those things that like makes yeah. you full, like you need to eat like a shit ton of rice in order to be full when you can just have like a good, like 10 ounce steak or something with rice and with other nutrients and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I know vegans, uh, they get some of their proteins through like things like nuts and stuff like that. So, like, if you can build me a vegan dish that, like, oh, you can still get you, you can still be full from this, like, mm -hmm. with proteins and stuff. Yeah. So it's less being like, like you said about rice. It's less about being full and more about like the staying factor. Mm -hmm. You can get full off of a salad. Like in the moment, you feel full. But you might feel hungry 10 minutes later. Yeah. And so it's more about like the staying factor. And that's going to come from protein, fat, and fiber. Because carbs, especially if they're like simple carbs, like a white rice, something that doesn't have a lot of fiber in it, mm -hmm. it just burns up real quick. Yeah. And so it's the other stuff that you need to help it kind of break down slower, keep you fuller for longer. And it's the same components regardless of if you eat meat and if you don't. It's protein, fat, fiber, like or carbs that have fiber in them mm -hmm. right and so you can build a meal with the same components it's just one comes from a plant one comes from an animal so it's still the rice or um you could have a whole wheat bread if it's a sandwich or something like that something that has fiber in it mm -hmm. um because that's going to be one of the things that slows it down when it gets to your gut um slows down the absorption is the fiber so you want to make sure that's in there and that's the staying factor right that's one of the staying factors okay. yes um because it takes a while to break it down Protein is a big one. Protein is going to keep you full for a long time. And so having a plant-based protein in there, and that could be beans, lentils, it can be tofu or tempeh or any of those like fake meats. Any of those are fine. Um, even stuff like hemp seeds, if you sprinkle those on top of it's a salad, like that can be a big one. And then fat also. So including like healthy fats in there and that could be um, drizzle of olive oil on top or cooking in oil or you make a curry and it has coconut milk in it. Coconut's a great healthy fat. 
um, and having avocado with it, you know, just like including it so that it's balanced because technically a vegan meal could be a plate of french fries. Yeah. And you're not going to be full. But if you look at the components of it, yeah, and you have all your components there and it's enough. So also including all of those like non-starchy vegetables, that's going to be a big like bulk of your meal. And so that's going to be the vegetables on the side. Like they're so low in calories that you can really have a bunch of them. And so your meal is actually going to be like calorie for calorie, Mm -hmm. a lot bigger because you need more of what you're eating yeah. to get to the same calorie level. And so if you have like, that's why if half of your plate is fruits and veggies, it's a whole half of your plate because they're low in calories. So you need like a huge portion of it in order to kind of like bulk it up. Yeah. And you get a lot of nutrients from it. Hmm. I would like to challenge myself. Like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, so like, uh, this is the last vegan comment I'll make. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm an incentive guy. Like I need a good incentive and sure. I, I like a good challenge. And I remember, have you ever seen the movie, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Long time ago. All right. Well, there's that one character. He's a vegan and because he's yeah. a vegan, he has superpowers. Sure. I remember that. If somebody, if that was legit real, if somebody yeah. was like, you have to be a vegan for a whole year mm-hmm. and then you can start to have superpowers. Yeah. I'm so, not... like, heart disease, that's not, like, a good incentive. Diabetes. Please. Okay. Please. Anyway, stroke. so if somebody told me I could have superpowers by being a vegan mm-hmm. uh, a whole year, I'm not saying it would be easy, and I'm not saying I wouldn't fall off the horse, but I, I would at least attempt to try it. Sure. I have this book called How Not to Die, which sounds intense. <laughs> I realize that. Um, It's really cool, though. <laughs> It takes. I know my mom wants to get me that book. <laughs> it takes the top like fourteen, I think it is, like most common causes of death, and just goes into like the research about like um, how your diet can stop, prevent, reverse, whatever it is, like all of these things. It actually has like really cool stuff in there. Like uh, there's an article or a section about how there is a study that was done with broccoli that slowed the progression of lung cancer. Oh wow! And um, it's like take it with a grain of salt because they're small studies. There's not the funding like to do like salt. huge amounts. <laughs> <laughs> take it with a uh, literally one grain of salt because that's all you need. Um, <laughs> no, you gotta do this. Yeah, with this. Uh, but yeah, and it has all that in there. And so once you like know that kind of stuff, like the power it has, like what it can actually do, it's crazy. Yeah. And like I wrote a paper. You're gonna hate this. I wrote a paper for my master's degree. That's literally about how bacon can give you cancer. And so, like, (laughs) once you know that and, like, you have to learn, like, the chemical reactions that take place. Like, you have an animal protein. It's heated to a high temperature. You have heterocyclic amines that form. You can, like, inhale them even and they can be carcinogenic. Mm -hmm. Like, once you know that stuff, it's hard to just, like, look down at your plate and be like, I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. So, but. I I can see that. That being said, everything in moderation at the same time. Yeah. You know, you just have to. Make smart choices. Basically, it's ignorance is bliss kind of thing, except, I mean, knowledge is power at the same time. <laughs> and it's a, it's a blessing and a curse kind of thing. That was so many sayings all at once. But because, like, <laughs> I remember somebody somebody told me this. Like, I'm piggybacking off this. Uh, it was a friend uh, that told me this. 
but it's uh uh like you have to say all those things at once why because ignorance is bliss sure but knowledge is power sure Mm -hmm. but knowledge is also a curse because you know yeah you're burning with the facts now. yeah like with that bacon like me before interviewing you and now i'm regretting it i'm just kidding (laughs) like i would have bacon on my plate and be like all right i'm having me some bacon Uh now if i read that book i'd be like giving me cancer but there's that other universe where i'm like i know i'm giving me cancer all right yeah so yeah but there's some stuff that you're right it's like a blessing and a curse like um soda i can't drink like I don't like carbonation. That's honestly one thing yeah. that stopped me. I'll have it occasionally. Like, I do like, uh, like, I'm having rum right here. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, if I had uh, Coke, rum and Coke, it's yeah. like one of my co- go-to cocktails. Yeah. Uh, but I, I used to, like, as a kid, because you're you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to have soda. And, and my dad, he's a diabetic. And my mom actually does, like, an amazing job of, like, preparing, like, healthy dishes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And my dad... Like, credit to him, he, because he doesn't want me and my brother to ever be diabetic, uh, he would make sure that, like, my mom wouldn't buy, like, super healthy, unhealthy stuff at the house. Yeah. One time, this funny story that, like, I, I didn't know, uh, I remember going to the cereal aisle, and we always ate Honey Nut Cheerios, and I really wanted Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I begged my mom, I was like, Mom, please, let, let's buy Fruit Loops. Yeah. And she told me, I was a kid, I was like nine years old i don't yeah. remember i was a kid and my mom was like no we can't have this your your dad would be pissed yeah and i never understood that and then one time when like i had like allowance money or i had money for me like mm-hmm. i had like ten dollars or something and i was like i'm gonna buy these fruit loops and my mom was like mortified like just hide it from your dad yeah please. yeah like, and so i did just never knowing i've heard the word di- diabetes and diabetic i just never knew really what it was to sure. like high school and i was like oh shit that's what it is mm-hmm. and so uh in now knowing that it has some effects on me now today like again i'm not like super healthy i'm not super like health conscious and stuff but i do try mm-hmm. uh like i i do like the taste of turkey bacon uh, i do like real bacon but i i will buy turkey bacon yeah. on my own like i don't need somebody telling me what not but uh but like it, it it's it's along those lines where you know uh, knowledge is power but it's also a curse but it's it's honestly the half uh, the optimist and pessimist the glass half empty half full yeah yeah uh i know like pork bacon tastes better but i do like turkey bacon so i'm going to buy that it's still not super healthy yeah but i don't mind it and there's a balance. There's just some stuff that, like, I got in my head, like, and I can't, like, un-make yeah. the connection. Like, I, I, ha- I don't remember the last time I had, like, real soda, mm-hmm. like, regular soda, because it's just so much sugar. When you, when you like, really know how much sugar is in it, you just, like, I've seen all of the, like, uh, like nutrition fairs. You know, it has, like, the little cubes of sugar, and it's, like, they're all stood up, and it's, like, this is how much sugar is yeah, in that. Yeah, I've seen that bat- uh, 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 a picture where somebody has, like, like from water to like soda, mm-hmm. and right under it, it's a baggie of white sugar. Of yeah, how much sugar and it's like is in how it. much sugar is in it, so stuff like that. And like I can't and how have it's like a small can of soda, yeah. and it has like this big bag. Of, I know, yeah. and it's like how does it get in there? 
Yeah, so that I like can't drink regular sugar because I just I'm I'd rather eat a cookie or yeah. like have a slice of cake. Like I'm about the like enjoyment of the food, you know. And mm-hmm. so I'd rather like spend that calorie deficit like or calorie allowance elsewhere. And then when it comes to like doubling up on carbs, you should have multiple carbs with every meal. But sometimes it just like for some reason gets in my brain. I eat a lot of carbs. Let me preface this by saying that. <laughs> but like rice in a burrito like the carb on carb there Mm -hmm. that's like difficult for my brain to (laughs) like allow for some reason and so there's just like little things that i know so if you go to chipotle you don't get the rice i do but i get a bowl okay 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 and so (laughs) steven actually got me turned on to that to chipotle uh, no to burrito bowls oh yeah i usually like before him and i went to chipotle Mm -hmm. 100 percent just got a traditional burrito yeah then he was ordering a uh, burrito bowls all the time and it and and basically wow <laughs> basically got me into that sorry audience uh so yeah. that got me into it so then i 100 till this day ever since him and i went to chipotle 100 percent, i get burrito bowls i don't get traditional burritos anymore mm-hmm. anymore wow mm-hmm. yeah so wow. there's just it's the whole blessing and a curse thing. Yeah. So, but. All right. So, uh, uh, last question. Mm-hmm. Um, so be specific. What? So like, uh, 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 like this show doesn't necessarily have a theme, but like one theme in a way I like to do is like, especially when I have somebody who has a a cool job like you, a cool job title, is uh maybe some people don't know this. Uh, uh, perspective is what advice would you give to the world so like right now it's not live but let's pretend it's live let's pretend like i have a million viewers i don't (laughs) one day but uh uh, what so be specific what advice would you give people about health food and nutrition like uh there's this author i really like his name is michael pollan and he has a saying it's eat food not too much mostly plants Hmm. and like that's as easy as it has to be and so like don't try and go for like an all or nothing mindset make little changes instead of going like gung-ho or cold turkey so like acknowledge something that could be a healthier change and just try it and you might love it give it a second see if it sticks is like something doable for you and if you're struggling try not to google too much and if you're going to try not to what Google too much, why is that bad? Because there's a lot of misinformation out there when it comes mm. to diet. Um, Google and with misinformation. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like a new thing. Um, but yeah, try not to Google too much. Um, trust the science is a big one. Nutrition is a science. Mm-hmm. And so like go with the research. Don't just if someone tells you that an apple can cure cancer, don't just believe it. <laughs> you know? And if you need help, go for a registered dietitian and not a nutritionist. But ultimately, just don't make it so complicated. You know, like make healthier choices. Do it in moderation. Try not to eat your weight on Thanksgiving. <laughs> like <laughs> The one thing I balance. will disagree with you on there. Balance is all, you know, focus on the colors. Just I like that. Focus on the colors. Try a new food. Yeah. Um, 
the focus on the color thing. Uh, I like try new food. Yeah, no, I, uh, I. Be open minded, I guess. Is I don't I'm know. Like, I'm. This is where I'm. I'm a knock, but like out of love. I don't understand why people are picky. Mm-hmm. Like I, I do try to get into that mindset. Like what, what, why? Like I get the whole. Fr- I have a good story for this, actually. Oh, good. Uh, it's one of the things that got me into my current field. Still makes me so angry. All right, here. L- let me finish this thought yeah. real quick before I forget. So, like, in in all essence, I am in that philosophy of don't fix what isn't broken. Yeah. But at the same time, like you know, like. This world is huge and food is huge. You might as well try things and then if you don't like it, you don't like it. It's mm-hmm. just it's just food, it's whatever. Now there when you get older and when you had a big palate, there are certain things like you just know it's not for you. Like mushrooms for me. Mm-hmm. And like you know, you talked about it for yeah. you as well. I've had mushrooms. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Well, they're done. Calamari, I don't like it. I've tried it don't like it move on mayo i've tried it don't like it moved on yeah. now if so if you bring me a food with like uh, like this huge recipe and one of the recipes is mayo chances are i'm not gonna like it but i will still try it because it's a recipe it's not mayo by itself i'll, mm-hmm. I'll try it and then if i don't like it i don't like it but uh i don't know it's just like, like it's picky people picky adults is a huge question mark to me. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, you have a funny story. So um, some of it is just personality based. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it, a lot of it comes from childhood. A lot of the behaviors people have towards eating stems from what they observed when they were little, what they did when they were little, what they were instructed to do when they were younger. Like it, a lot of it comes from childhood. And I was in the grocery store once. Really makes me angry. Um, and it was before I did my dietetic internship. Um, I actually put it in my personal statement when I applied to the dietetic internship. Like, mm. this was a real driving factor for me. I was just in Kroger in the produce section. It's where I spend my days. And there was this mom, and she had, like, multiple children with her, and they were shopping around, and this little girl picks up a grapefruit. And she asks if they could try it, and the mom's like, ew, gross. No, put that down. Those are nasty. And all of the kids were like, ew, that's gross. Grapefruit is gross. Scarred them for life. Like, they're never going to try a grapefruit now because they are going to Well, I mean, to be fair, grapefruit is freaking nasty. Yeah, I don't like grapefruit. But that was just (laughs) what the fruit was. I've tried grapefruit and have decided I don't like it. Yeah. But now, how many other vegetables or fruits has she done that with Mm. that she turned, like, she doesn't like broccoli. And so all the kids are like, ew, broccoli, that's gross. And she's like breeding picky eaters by doing this, like totally unintentionally. She See, that like woman deserves fruit. to get canceled. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> no, canceling is wrong. Um, but yeah, and so like now, when these chi- these kids eventually do try whatever she has told them in the past have been like nasty foods, they're gonna have like a self fulfilling prophecy thing going on, and they're gonna be like, I mean, I've heard, like I don't, I already know I don't like this. I'm gonna try it anyways. They take a bite and they're like, yeah, no, that's gross. Mm. So, but every, like, that's just a mindset. I saw an ad for, I think it was a craft ad in a food magazine. And I, this really, like, angers me. Grinds my gears. Yes, talk um, about it. Uh, and it's a fork with a big florid broccoli on it. Broccoli's my favorite vegetable. My little badge clip for work is broccoli. <laughs> um, and it has, like, this, like, cheese sauce pouring down on top of it. 
and it just says, what broccoli? <laughs> and I saw that, and I was like, who approved this? Yeah. Craft. Like, <laughs> that, I feel so bad for the broccoli. Broccoli is so good, and it's so healthy, and yeah. you're pouring fat on it. Yeah. And like, saying what? And everyone's like, oh, that's true. I'll eat more broccoli. I'm just going to douse it in this sludge, mm-hmm. in this yellow sludge. And like, I'll be honest. I, I know, unpopular opinion, whatever. Uh, my favorite vegetable is green beans. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll, green, green beans. Great source o- of protein. Oh, nice. Uh, green beans over broccoli. Like, if I had, if gun to my head, I had to pick one sure. of the two green yeah. beans. But I like broccoli too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had broccoli with cheese. No. Yeah, that was never a thing when I was little, so I never really like. I don't get it. Got on board, but it's just like the idea. Like they're just like automatically putting in people's heads. <laughs> broccoli is nasty, and you have to cover up you, the flavor like you with ha- our delicious. And then sauce. it's also not even with just that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I have like say you're at the grocery store, right? Like wherever. Yeah. You pick up broccoli. Now I have to get cheese because I picked up the broccoli. Mm-hmm. I can have cheese with anything else. Yeah. But if I pick up broccoli, I have to pick up cheese. Yeah. I can't have broccoli by it's itself. It's like mind games. And then I have yeah. another friend who has some kids. Um, One of them was a really picky toddler. Like she mm-hmm. didn't eat anything. And then she had another kid and she just had in her mind already like kids are picky. Vegetables are gross, whatever. And so like she made broccoli tots instead of giving this toddler just broccoli. And she was like, this way it's like snuck in there. Like this toddler doesn't know that the whole world hates Brussels sprouts, right? Mm. Like just let's see if they like it, like objectively. Yeah. And so people just like get in their mind that like there's just that like stigma around it. Kraft is making it worse (laughs) with their advertisements and that lady at the grocery (laughs) store. I wish I was like a food police and I could just like hand out tickets. I'd be like inappropriate, just God. Uh, see, man, I'm so uh, like I swear, if I had the resource, we would make a skit and and we would make that happen. Like you, so be many the ideas. Pro- we need to write these down. Like, well, we have it on recording. We have it on recording. <laughs> oh man, dude, that's that's oh, God. This, yep. is, this is great. Um, so okay, uh, 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 but yeah, that's my final advice: is to eat food. Not too much, mostly plants. Yeah, what's uh here? Let's even go even deeper. Right now, what's a don't worry. Let, let's pretend for one second that the world isn't picky. Sure. What's one of your favorite dishes that you think like, yo, people are sleeping on this. Like people should try this. It's easy. It's cost efficient. Mm. Just make this dish. I promise you. Say, you know what? You don't even have to go vegan like me. Mm-hmm. Make this dish. Try to incorporate it in your life. Because I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm saying this for me. Because sure, maybe sure. maybe I'll, I'll try it tomorrow. Question. Who knows? This is a tough question. I really like bowls. I like making what? like a bowl. like a Oh, bowl. Yeah. I like bowls. Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Talk, if you like a bowl, whatever it's in it. I'll, yeah. I'm going to say this for me. Me personally, mm-hmm. if you tell me what's in the bowl, like you give me a bunch of stuff. I love I love food that there's a bunch of stuff. If yeah. you tell me, like, don't get me wrong. I love my steak. I'm a steak guy. Mm-hmm. You tell me a good marinating recipe, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. But if you tell me a bowl, because it's, it's 
so many different foods of all worlds. Yeah. That like, I have good. trouble just choosing, like, one, yeah. like, thing. So that's why I like bowls because then I can have everything. I yeah, don't have yeah. to decide. And so, um, like, I really like making, like, sushi bowls where it's just mm. rice. Um, I love tofu. I didn't at first, but it's really grown on me and I love it now. Can't do it. I know. It's okay. It's not for everybody. It definitely was acquired for me, but now I really love it. Um, so I'll do, like, a teriyaki tofu or something. Um, you can have edamame for some awesome protein. You can have, like, crunchy onions on top for, like, texture. Uh, some sort of, like, spicy mayo sauce in there. And then some sautéed green beans. I have this, like, Asian green bean recipe I really like to make. Um, so I'll, like, put that in there. I probably will add broccoli because I love it. Roasted sweet potato would probably be really good in there, too. Sweet potato. To try and, like, pull in all the flavor profiles here. Then I also really love, like, a burrito bowl where you can do a guac and like fire roasted corn. You could do like a Spanish rice in there. Um, you don't even have to have tofu in that one. You could do black beans or pinto beans, which you just add like a few different seasonings to and it's like a whole new thing. Obviously some lettuce and I love red cabbage. I'd probably actually put red cabbage in the sushi bowl as well or purple mm. cabbage. Um, and so yeah, you have that going on. Just all the bowls. I really like all the bowls. No, that's awesome. Yeah. There's this place down in Atlanta. Uh, I think it's called Dragon Bowl. Yeah, Not it Chase, is called Dragon, Dragon Bowl. Bowl. Dragon it's Ball. It's right by where I work. Oh hey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I went there. It's 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 really good. Uh, just what you're describing mm-hmm. literally is what I'm picturing just with me. Yeah. And shit, I'm craving that now. There's a place called Upbeat. That does really good bowls. They have tons of like plant-based options. They also have, you know, like uh, shrimp and free-range chicken. And they have like meat options as well. But like tons of veggies, cold veggies, warm veggies. Like a whole list of sauces that are like naturally plant-based. So everybody can enjoy them, which I personally really appreciate. And you could just like construct your own really good bowl. Man, like you, you honestly, you, I'm not just saying this. You Like you really did a good job. Uh, of describing this because like i literally before i ever met you i i didn't care i was just like i'm just gonna do me whatever (laughs) i'm just gonna eat food but now i i do see like i'm a competitive dude Mm -hmm. i do see it as a challenge i do want to try i'm not saying i'm gonna go vegetarian or vegan but i i I love food as well Mm -hmm. and i really do want to try like for a whole day like let me see like, how far can I take it without having any meat? Yeah. Like, what other food can I be introduced to that, mm-hmm. like, I won't give up meat, but I'll, I'll at least have this bowl. Yeah. Meatless. Or just, like, start with a meal. Like, I'm going to have a meatless breakfast. I want to try that. And, like, just stop there for now, you know? And nope. then the next day be like, I'm going to try. I'm going to challenge myself to have a balanced lunch with no meat in it. And you just naturally will try different I, things. I, I really do. I think this is how it starts. But, like, I really, <laughs> you convert. If, if I become a vegan, people are going to blame you. It's all part of the plan. Especially my mom. My mom's going to hate it. Be like, no, like, you got to, like, mm-hmm. you know, I got to feed my baby. Yep. But, no. Um, Megan, thank you. Oh, my God. Like, you, <laughs> you've, you've gave me. This, this was fun. Also, I wanted to mention this. I have it written down here. You're my 20th guest. Oh, wow. Like, you're the big 2-0. All right. I, holy shit. I've interviewed 20 people. This is. That's exciting. It, it's actually exciting for me. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, 
and and I got new boom arms, so I'm like, oh hey, <laughs> and a new backdrop. Uh-huh. But um, Megan, thank you so much. Uh, like um, I I I know you're really cool, so like I'm just messing with the vegan thing. <laughs> young blood young like, blood yeah the cool, point. cool factors already there. so you know i'm just messing with you with the vegan thing like uh you're also dating one of my best friends so like uh <laughs> hey you you honestly i'm not just saying this you gave me some things to think about like i'm glad i really see myself editing this episode putting it together mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna like at one point just keep watching it and be like oh shit i, I gotta finish this mm-hmm. and but I can see this being one of the episodes where I I watch to try to retain some knowledge. Wow. Uh, like, and I, you so mentioned happy. like two or three books. I'm definitely gonna try to see. If, yeah. Like, I'm pretty busy, but I will try to make it an effort. Mm-hmm. I can to let try you know the good it. parts. I will definitely try to read some of the books. I I've been like on a side note trying to get into more of into reading. Mm-hmm. But <sighs> Megan, thank you so much. If there's anything else, uh, uh like. Do you care? I, I know you're not in the entertainment field, but do you care about <laughs> last thoughts that you want to leave people with? Any any people to follow you, anything, whatever? I don't. This is your time to say anything. No, I have got up on my pedestal and said all the nutrition. Did you have things. fun? Are you I did have fun. Yes, yeah, I did. Yes. I did. Like, yeah, this was really fun. I, I hope I did. Like, I know you were still nervous in the beginning, but like I said, like, I my job is to make you feel comfortable. I yeah. hope you're comfortable. I am. This was really fun. And I hope, like, I feel like if you try, like, one meatless meal and feel, like, accomplished I'm by not that, lying like, when I, I tell you. I really... Have- I really do want to try one. Like, you know what? And I have like 150 cookbooks if you need some ideas. No, no, no. You know what we're going to do one day? One day. Not anytime soon, uh, probably, because <laughs> I got a midterm that I'm studying for. <laughs> no, one day. No, for real. Like, I, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to put this out publicly. That way, yes. you know, people can sure, hold me the to the fire. We'll, yeah, exactly. I'm all about that. One day. We're gonna we're gonna get together and we'll we'll make a fun video of it too, mm-hmm. uh, Instagram whatever. Yeah. Where either you cook it for me or I, we'll we'll cooking cook it demo. together and because I love cooking too. Yeah. We're gonna make a meatless dish. We're gonna get my reaction to it. Okay. I'm I'm honestly that'll down. Be that, that'll I be think fun. that'll be fun. This, I have a good one. Do you like spicy food? Not really, but really? like I'm I'm down. I'm okay. down. It's I'm a good down. one. But uh, uh, like yeah, that'll be fun. We'll do a little cooking demo. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything big production. Like, uh-huh. we'll, like we'll, we can easily do this. Yes. And I'm I'm I really do want to get my reaction because like broaden your horizons. Absolutely, I'm not a picky dude, and at the same time, I love food. So mm-hmm. I don't, I I do love meat, but if I can have a dish without meat and it's still being like really yeah, good, yeah, it's about why enjoying not? your meal. It's not about what you feel necessarily like has like you're obligated to put it in there yeah it's about making healthier choices and finding the enjoyment in it mm, like again megan i, I can't <laughs> sing enough phrases megan thank you so much it's been a pleasure i'm getting a new table like so it's like right now it's four feet across from my guess i'm getting one that's three feet so like handshaking nice. is easier and okay. it's gonna be longer can't wait for that my buddy john shout out to you john i know you're not watching this but anyways <laughs> megan again one like for the last time yes. thank you so much uh, i did yep, learn thank a lot thank you for having me it's been so fun all right all right take it easy guys take care